0: Hello and welcome to the Morning Sports Briefing here on Monday the 17th of August in the news today and uh, we have um, uh, obviously we had all that Champions League stuff to decide over the weekend so nothing much there on the football side I must admit. Um, Rain is uh, the winner on the day. Uh, We've got updates on the Farrah Palmer Cup and a minor tenant cup signing as well in the rugby. A couple of tight finishes in the NRL, an update on the uh, winter games. Um, we have uh, um, the UFC 252 was um, fought over the weekend. Um, updates for you from how Lydia Ko was going in the golf. um uh, Lots of racing action from the, or motor racing action from the Spanish Grand Prix and the um, supercars. Um, so you can all start the day the best way up to speed with all the important sports news. And uh, yes, kicking off with the, um, Football, Uh, there's just one game left in the um, A-League, and that is Western United versus Melbourne City, which will take place on Wednesday evening. Um, So, uh, and uh, Wellington Phoenix people will be keeping their, or fans keeping their eyes on that one, because if Western um, United win that one, then they'll climb up to third in the table ahead of the uh, Phoenix. Uh, As we told you yesterday, the six um, teams in the finals will be sydney fc melbourne city wellington phoenix brisbane roar West united and perth glory uh, it's just the order um, that uh, needs to be decided on the uh, uh, the, the uh, champions league and that's all now sorted so look out folks on the 18th um, so um, tomorrow night so tuesday night uh, will um oh, sorry, or sorry or wednesday morning uh, we'll have the first of the Champions League semi-finals, which will be t- between Leipzig and Paris Saint-Germain. We'll keep we'll keep updates with that um, here on the morning sports briefing as we come to you live at seven am every single morning. Let me hand you over to Ashley now, who's going to take us
2: through our cricket update. Good morning, Paul, and good morning to all our viewers and listeners out on the interweb. And as Paul mentioned, the rain keeps tumbling down in Southampton. We've had less than 10 overs on the fourth day of the test between England and Pakistan. I didn't do the to tally up all the overs that they've actually bowled, but um, it's not a lot. Just but there was just enough time for England to wrap up the Pakistan innings with Rizwan adding eleven runs to his overnight total, and he was caught out in the covers looking for some quick runs before they sent England back in. Well, basically England went back, in Pakistan had the ball singing uh, singing from the start. They nearly had a wicket off the first ball of the innings with Burns edging one just short of second slip. It didn't go long. Burns didn't go long. Burns lasted just another three balls. This time, the edge carried to second slip, and he was on his way. Now, I'm sure this is Des Pauls destined for a draw. Uh, I doubt that there will be 29 wickets on the last day to get us a result. Now, with the announcement that Mahindra Singh Dhoni of his retirement from international cricket over the weekend, accolades have been pouring in. The latest from Michael Hussey, who talked about his calm demeanour of MSD. Hussey played with MSD as the uh, captain... as a captain, well, MSD was a captain, uh, in the IPL. And it's talked about how he never got angry on or off the field and just kept that calm demeanour right through his play. And I think that sort of came through in his game as well, where when the run rate was ballooning, he always kept it under control. Hussey also alluded to that fact, is that when you were playing him in Australia, it always felt like he was one step ahead of where you were. And again, that would sort of... um, it sort of goes to show that in those run chases, when the scores were ballooning out, the run rates going higher and higher, he knew he had a plan in his head of when to hit that accelerator and when to just hold those wickets. Moving along, and some sad news is a former Indian opener, Chetan Chauhan has passed away on Sunday. Chauhan pre- tested positive for COVID-19 in July, and his health worsened yesterday, and he was placed on a ventilator and passed away later that day. He played 40 tests for India, scoring 2,084 runs and an average of 31.58. After cricket, he became involved in politics. So that's some rather sad news to start the day on. And uh, finally, uh, Australia's tour of England has been given a green light. But Yes, Australians has been given approval from their government to travel to the UK, which for a tour over there for 20 T20s and ODIs. The tour will start on September the 4th with three T20 matches. They will be played between the 4th and 6th of September. They will be followed up by three one-day international matches, and they will be played from between the 11th and 16th of September. So hopefully the rain's all cleared up by the time Australia makes it over there and um, they get to play those matches. But look forward to it um, with uh, England actually going quite well on their own home conditions. And that today is the cricket news. Paul.
0: Thank you very much, Arsham, for your update up to date with all of that cricket news, even if it was mainly just wet weather. Um, and hope you, hopefully I want you have a good start to the week here um, in uh, New Zealand with much drier weather and sunny weather uh, in
1: our lockdown. And I'm going to hand you over now to Stephen Harrington, who's going to take us through our birthdays. Thank, thank you, Paul, and good morning to everybody tuning into New Zealand, uh, the sport, a radio start of a new week. In uh, birthdays today, a cyclist with 30 national titles to his name, a New Zealand uh, Kiwi rugby league international who can play wing or fullback and a one test all black who had more than his share of injuries and that's where we start this morning charlie natai born this day the 17th of august 1990 is a new zealand born professional rugby union footballer who plays as a midfield back he can also cover a lot of positions in the back line including Fullback Ngatai is currently uh, playing for Lyon in uh, France, having previously been the captain of the Chiefs Taranaki Rugby Union and of course the Maori All Blacks internationally. Ngatai is best known for being a a former All Black, having made his debut in 2015. Ngatai only played one test for New Zealand due to the amount of of injuries which impacted his career over the years. Staying with the oval ball game, <clears throat> Dylan watini Zelniak, born this day, the 17th of August, 1995, is a New Zealand rugby league international footballer who can also play wing or a fullback He currently plays for the Canterbury Bulldogs in the NRL. That might be a little bit old, though. He played for Penrith Panthers in the National Rugby League. I think he's playing for the Canberra Raiders these days. And finally, Jason Allen, born this day, the 17th of August 1981, in Christchurch, is a New Zealand cyclist with over 30 titles to his name. An Oceania title, he represented his country at the Commonwealth Games and also has won two gold medals at the uh, World Track Cycling. Cup. He was uh, Marlborough's Sportsman of the Year and so he should be. He rode for Subway Avante team from 2009 to 2011. That's our birthdays today. I'll be back with uh, all the late news very, very shortly.
0: Thank you very much, Stephen, for uh, bringing us up to date with all those birthdays. I hope they have a fantastic day and some nice birthday cake as well. Moving on to the rugby news uh, and the Farrah Palmer Cup. And um, the first two rounds of that will be postponed um, due to the coronavirus um, level three uh, in Auckland Obviously, with the three of the Farah Palmer Cup sides, um, North Harbour, Auckland and Counties Manukau, all within that zone. Um, there is still the intent to uh, play the entire season and they are in discussions as to how the draw um, will be impacted um, by this. Obviously, starting Um, A couple of weeks earlier than the Mice 10 Cup, there is time um, for them to get uh, all of the games in. In, um, I I would say, surprise um, signing, um, Terry Black has signed for Bay of Plenty in the Mice 10 Cup. Um, Previously, of um, Manawatu Turbos, uh, Bay of Plenty already have Caleb Trask, the the Chiefs' um, first five, uh, and also Dan Hollinshead uh, on their squad. Um, so you've got to say uh, adding a Terry Black uh, is a uh, yeah, a luxury rather than a need for the, the uh, Bay of Plenty um, who have got been promoted from the championship to the premiership um, this season um, so uh, uh, good luck to how they go they'll be one of the most sides. upsides will be getting round uh, and providing coverage from here on New Zealand sports um, radio so uh, good luck to Terry Black apparently uh, he's um, from Rotorua originally so hence uh, why he is moving back to or why he's happy to move back to um, or move to the Bay of Plenty. I'm going to hand you back now to Stephen who's going to take us through
1: our NRL, NRL updates with the sport that just keeps on giving. Yeah, thank you, Paul. And it was giving on the field yesterday because we saw two very, very tight encounters uh, play out, and they were only decided in the last few minutes of the game. That first game was between uh, the Knights and the Seagulls, played at McDonald Jones Stadium in uh, Newcastle yesterday, which saw the Knights prevail by 26 points to 24, after leading by 16 points to 12 at half time. Inari uh, Tuala scored a double in scoring a try in each half, the 38th minute and the try that really counted in the 72nd minute, which uh, propelled the Knights into the lead. Once again, the uh, Sea Eagles started well enough with uh, the uh, 12 points in uh, the first half, but it was uh, a whole lot of uh, unanswered points points was 12 unanswered unanswered points, or beg your pardon, 10 unanswered unanswered points in the second half that propelled the Knights to that uh, particular victory, so that final score again, Newcastle Knights 26, the Manly Sea Eagles 24, and, excuse me, in our second game, well, it took a Luke Brooks drop goal for the West Tigers to uh, unlock the door with uh, three minutes to go, and uh, he knocked it over to make it 29 28 West Tigers 29 Bulldogs 28 after the West Tigers led by 22 points to 16 at halftime and what you can only describe is a topsy-turvy game both sides scoring uh, five tries apiece. with uh, Luke Garner for the West Tigers scoring a double within eight minutes in the first half scoring his first in the 20th minute and nailing it a second try again eight minutes later uh, all they've got to say all the goal kicking was very very good, and that was probably a little bit of a difference as well. All uh, knocking over their uh, conversions well, four conversions each, but that drop coal being uh, the difference at the end of the day. So, that final score again West Tigers are uh, 20, 29, uh, Bulldogs are uh, 28, and that resigns the Bulldogs uh, to the uh, bottom of the table as we go to look at that uh, NRL table. We've got the uh, Panthers, Storm, Eels, Roosters, Raiders, Knights, Sharks and Rabbitohs sitting in our top eight at this time. As we look down to the Warriors sitting on 10 points. So they are actually three wins outside the top eight with uh, five rounds of the NRL to go. So plenty of work for the uh, Warriors to do. I'd say anybody sitting on 10 points at the stage is very much in a precarious uh, situation and will require some results to uh, go their way. Just looking at the rest of the table, I'd say anybody sitting on 18 points is probably in a reasonably uh, safe position at this stage. But I'll tell you what, the guys on Wednesday night, Sanjay and uh, Brad, from um, the uh, standoff they call their show these days they'll probably have more so I'll look out for that 8 p.m on wednesday and we'll just uh, check on the uh, betfred league or betfred uh, super league over in the uk <clears throat> i'll just go back over the one of the results uh, from the weekend uh, warrington beating Huddersfield at 1918 and uh, overnight we saw st helens in a very low scoring game take out Castleford by uh, 10 points to nil, and in the game currently under the w- way at the minute, there's only probably f- five minutes or so to go. Wigan leading Leeds by 16 points to 10. Hopefully we'll update you that by the end of the program. Back to you, Paul. Thank you very much, Stephen. And uh, yes,
0: Huddersfield, which clearly your best, uh, your, your, your favourite team in the Super League, if just purely for the name pronunciation, uh, if not for how they actually play. Huddersfield. <clears throat> Moving on then to the uh, NBA uh, and the finals series have oh the finals matchups have all been decided, Um, and uh, Steve Adams, Oklahoma Thunder will be taking on um, the Houston Rockets. Uh, Both these sides finished with a record of forty-four and twenty-eight, so it's going to be a tight, uh, I expect a tight series between those two. Um, It's a best of seven series, and they are playing every other day so um that, that's uh so yes do you quick maths yes it's a it'll it, it's a two-week series um and that starts well i think it's start the, the the um the series do um start um today uh american time so actually sorry today uh, uh yes today american time so uh, tomorrow morning hopefully we'll start seeing having some of those results um for you um uh, and uh that's, you're going to say that in, in this one, most teams will be looking to try and close out their first round series as quickly as possible with so many games. Um, and um, the uh, uh, with some games in such a short amount of time with the sort of semi-finals finals, and the actual NBA finals still to come. So lots of games still to come in the NBA. Moving on then um, into the winter sports. And yesterday, um, it was the shred of the mountain. Um, now, 20% of the scores there are are on um, the uh, are down to the the uh, video footage. Now we haven't, so hence we haven't got results yet um, for that in the Winter Games. Um, and then today, uh, as part of the uh, Winter Games, it will be the Park Jam. So um, look out for that. Uh, for all the details, head over to Winter Games NZ. Um, on their Facebook page, and uh, we'll bring you results um, tomorrow um, on that one. Over in the UFC, and it was UFC what two five two last weekend, um, with the, the 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 joint headline fights were well the first one was please Strike um and Daniel Cormier, um who uh, were fighting in the heavyweight division um, with them. Um, Majorkic uh, winning that, uh, winning the third time that they have uh, fought each other. So winning uh, the not only the, the fight, but also um, uh, the uh, triple um, fights between the two of them. Uh, that dynamic will be retiring um, after that one. Um, and obviously not the best way for him to go. Over in the other event, and Ecuador's Marlon Vera um, handed uh, Sean O'Malley a... a, 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 a uh, his first defeat of his MMA career. Uh, Sean O'Malley is one is an up and coming fighter, uh, but in this one he looks like he, he appeared to roll his ankle, um, which restricted his movement, um, and um, that meant that Vera uh, could uh, comfortably finish this one off uh, in the first round with a technical a knockout. Over, um, we've also had um, UFC two five three has been about has been about announced, uh, and the main event for that one will be Israel Adesanya. Um, who will um, be up against Brazil's Paulo Costa. Uh, they were due to face each other earlier, uh, but Paolo Costa had to pull out due to um, injury. Um, so, yes, it's a much anticipated fight there, uh, which will be um, Israel's uh, middleweight title defence. That's going to be on September the 27th uh, in New Zealand time. Uh, the, the location has yet to be announced, um, but uh, is rumoured to be in Fight Island, In Abu Dhabi, Uh, but um, we did have uh, a um, a fighter from the same um, uh, training venue as uh, um, Israel say that it was going to be in New Zealand. So let's just wait and see on that one. Although we've had no announcements at all um, in New Zealand, Um, let's uh, uh, about that possibility. Um, Kiwi fighter Kai Kara-France will also feature on the undercard. Um, against um, Brandon Royval, um in the flyweight division on that one. Moving on to the golf, and Lydia Ko had a, a, um, a disappointing fourth round um, where she was three over after having the best third round of the tournament over you know, there in the Scottish Open. Um, that saw her slip down to tied 12th um, overall uh, in that um, tournament. Moving on then to the motor racing and in the Spanish Grand Prix, uh, uh, Hamilton won his 88th victory of his career. Uh, that's um, He's now just three behind, um, behind Michael Schumacher's all-time record of wins in Formula One. Uh, he, uh, in second place, was Verstappen in the Red Bull and uh, Hamilton's uh, teammate Bottas came in third there. Heading over to the supercars um, and... Uh, Jamie Wincup and Scott McLaughlin um, both uh, got wins on Sunday over at the Hidden Valley Raceway um, near Darwin. McLaughlin um keeps a f- healthy fi- uh, championship lead um with a hundred um uh, and, and one point um lead over um uh, so so um yes congratulations to um McLaughlin as leading in that one. Um and boy uh, we have got some some updates from that uh, NRL game. I'm going to hand you back to Stephen um, in that for 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 the not NRL game. Sorry, Super League um, game.
1: Yeah, from the Super League, it looked like it was just moseying along to a uh, 16-10 victory was the last time we uh, updated you, Paul. But uh, we've uh, since seen uh, William lay on two more tries in the final score, 28 points to 10. So they nailed about uh, two tries in the last uh, six minutes of the game. I'll have a quick look at the table at this uh, point in time. Remember, most teams have all played about seven or eight games, but our top four in the Bedford Super League, St Helens, Catalans, Wigan and Warrington make up the uh, top four, but they are all sitting on the 10 points. That's it for league today, Paul. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you very much,
0: Stephen. Um, and yes, have a wonderful day, everybody. We'll be back at 8pm this evening with the Driving More Show, where we'll be looking at our Super Rugby Aotearoa 15. Um, so who do you think has been the best tight head prop or who which the best two locks um, do to dial in at 8 p.m. this evening for our views on that. Also, we will round up and um, what club rugby action has been able to take place around the country. Um, and so do join us that. Obviously, we'll be back with the morning sports briefing at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. We come to you at 7 a.m., seven days a week so that you can start your day the best way up to speed with all the important sports
3: news.